Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings and welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe McGranahan is on the other side of the microphones and inside the tent. We got the oxygen turned on extra high today. You're looking a little pink. Yes, I. Oh, that's you put some helium in it too. <laughs> yes, we did. We. <laughs> I was waiting for you to find out. All right. Am I going to be like this the whole no, show? No, okay. and it'll stabilize shortly. <laughs> we'll add a little nitrous in there, and that'll get the. Then you'll really be funny. On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. You can check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line now open. Call us immediately, 1-800-795-9565. That's 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com or text us at 70236. If you are a Text Connect member, we, you just have to reply to a previous message or start up a new one at 70236. If you're not a Text Connect member, uh, you can join at WKOK.com. You give us your cell phone, and what we give you is an opportunity to send you emergency messages, whether it's breaking news national or locally, closed roads, tornadic weather, weather warnings, that kind of thing, dead celebrities, you name it. That's the kind of thing that goes out uh, via Text Connect. So uh, we've sent out a lot of messages uh, lately related to the COVID-19 pandemic and the shutdowns and going yellow and all that sort of thing. So probably look for more of those to go out in the month ahead. Uh, but it's an opportunity for you to stay in touch. Anytime you get a text connect message, you can reply to it uh, at uh, just hit reply on your text device and send a message back. So we'd love to hear from you via text connect. And it's a way for you to send messages uh, to us. In the news uh, lately, we know uh, what Dr. Jennifer Rager K was threatening to shoot people that got too close to her over the weekend. So that kind of made a little bit of a splash. Uh, let's see what else we have. The president. Well, that's <laughs> harsh. She didn't. I mean, she was making a point. She was okay. exaggerating, perhaps. But, uh, you know, I don't think it was a serious threat. You made it sound like she was actually waving a gun at people. That's not <laughs> Did not I the make case. it sound that way? Yes, you did. That's what you heard? <laughs> That's what I heard. Okay. So, well, sorry about that. That's not at all. What What is the context? Well, anyway, so you, we're, we're going to talk about that. Okay. But uh, we have an opportunity here to talk about anything you would like to that uh, relates to this important uh, conversation that we're having. You can call us 1-800-795-9565 in case you were curious about what your president is doing these days when it comes to taking drugs prophylactically. He is uh, taking hydrochloroquine, uh, says that uh, he, <laughs> his, his doctor says it was discussions, but I'm sure a better phrase for it would be after hours of badgering by the president who decided to give him the hydrochloroquine prescription, which is all perfectly legal. I don't know if it's recommended or it's such a good example for the nation, but it is what, uh, as, as they say in the business, 
it is what it is. So she had an opportunity to, or he, uh, the doctor had an opportunity to prescribe that for the president, and so uh, he is uh, taking that drug. And let's see what else do we got cooking around here. We had evangelical. Well, we have Nancy Pelosi, who was so overly Botoxed, it's not funny calling the president. Does she use Botox. Well, well, I, I can. Can you have free, think of any other reason why her face would be so tightly drawn? Looks well, like what one. Does, what does Botox do? It tightens up your. It takes your wrinkles away by tightening up the skin in your face. No, that's not true. That's yes, not that's what it, what it does. does. No, it's a filler. You inject it, and it stays there for a time. No, you're thinking of collagen. <laughs> no, I know what I'm thinking of. <laughs> no, you don't. But anyway, okay. So we don't have our cosmetic surgeries. We're not on the same page. Well, you could be right, but I know collagen fills in. Right. Yeah, that's a filler too. But I thought uh, Botox, uh, and I know I have a relative who used it, a mm-hmm. man actually, and it was okay. to remove wrinkles and it made his skin tight. And if you look at his face today, it looks like that if you stuck a pin in it, it might just explode. All right. So your view is that she uses that? Has she talked about that? Well, either that or she's had a lot of facelifts, but to call the president morbidly obese. Okay. Let me see if I this have doesn't this. doesn't do anything good for, good for the country, does it? And I observing this right, you're criticizing Nancy Pelosi because she uses Botox, but... No, I'm just saying it's the pot calling the kettle black. In other words, she's... Her appearance has been modified by drugs, and yet she's calling the president morbidly obese. And I don't believe he's morbidly obese. He may be overweight. Probably is a little overweight. All right. So you see... Constant diet of cheeseburgers will do that to you. (laughs) So in your Fox News funnels, they told you to criticize Nancy Pelosi because you think she uses No, I just did it on my own. So what if... Uh, That's so my surmisal. I could be entirely wrong. Right. Okay. The key point there, <laughs> I'd say there's more of a likelihood. Okay. So you don't like the fact that she uses a cosmetic procedure. You know, no, no. A lot of I, I don't like calling people... You use that, and it irritates me, that big, fat description of yours. It's, get down there in a big, fat hurry. Uh-huh. You, you know? never like that. No, you, I don't. You like do have some sensitivities. Right. I do. I don't, I don't think... Nancy Pelosi, a Botox... People uh, who are woman. overweight don't deserve to be uh, body shamed. I mean, it's not necessarily a choice they made. For some people, it probably is, but for others, it isn't. All right, so she and said I accept that the, the president fact. I mean, I might not like the fact that your hair is curly. When did she say that the president was morbidly Yesterday. obese? Where? Um, let's see. She was complaining about him talking about taking the uh, chlorocoxiquin or whatever that stuff is. <laughs> I can't think of the name of it. Hydrochloroquine? Hydrochloroquine, thank you, whatever it is. Right. Uh, She was complaining about that. Here's the story. Nancy Pelosi. Right. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi took a shot at President Trump's weight amid the revelation that he has been taking the anti malaria drug hydroxychloroquine that he previously touted as a treatment for the coronavirus. During an appearance on CNN on Monday night, Pelosi was asked if she was concerned about Trump's announcement that he had been prescribed the drug by the White House physician. She said, as far as the president is concerned, he's our president, and I would rather he not be taking something that has not been approved by the scientists, especially in his age group and in his, shall we say, weight group. What it, morbidly obese, they say. What is it? Morbidly obese, they say. So I don't think it's a good Good idea, Pelosi told CNN anchor Anderson Cooper before he moved on to another question. So, now you would think all these people who hate President Trump would just be delighted he was taking this drug since everybody's saying today, and, well, it's been linked to deaths. And Morning Joe, they were saying, well, his own administration is saying it could kill you. But the fact is the drug's been around for a long time, and there is some indication that it might cause some heart issues if taken for the coronavirus, but it hasn't, as far as I know, killed anybody. (laughs) I mean, anything could kill you. (laughs) Well, (laughs) 
Except I kindness. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> Do we talk about the president, which taking this drug, which if you have any uh, question that your president is off the rails and your Fox News funnels are sending you <laughs> just static, <laughs> this should be the proof? Well, what was funny this morning, I will admit, both CNN, uh, when I, I was watching that press conference, last, or when he was taking questions last night, I was watching that. And when he said he was taking that, I turned to my wife and said, that's tomorrow's big headline. Oh, and sure course. enough, on CNN and MSNBC this morning, lead story with the president taking this horrible drug. But Fox did not cover it until later on in their newscast. All right. I called Botox a filler, and one of our listeners says, absolutely not. Uh, Joe, read the text, the top one, please. It says, Botox paralyzes face muscles temporarily so that you can't w- uh, w- wrinkle your forehead, thus reducing wrinkles. See, I was right. That makes sense, because you see people that use a lot of it, and they don't squint and stuff because, you know, their face kind of looks frozen <laughs> right. in place. I got you. Okay, thank you for that. Uh, uh, K.H., much appreciated. Uh, Than, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Hey, how are you? Uh, <laughs> last week, I, I have all this uh, problem with trying to uh, type, and I appreciate your cleaning up my typing sometimes when I try to send you an uh, email or something. But I wanted to say, I sent a real short thing that said, I don't hate President Trump. I love the United States of America. And just now, Joe, you said again, all these haters of President Trump, and I got it. I don't know where your ears are, but you should bring them in or your memory. I didn't say any specific group. I don't know how many times I have said, I don't hate anybody. Go back and listen to the start of the program, Then I didn't attribute it to any group in particular. I said, those who hate the president ought to be glad that he's taking a drug that might kill him. I didn't Uh, say any... The implication There was no implication. I just said those who hate him. Come on. Okay, listen. Some of us are a little more uh, reasonable in uh, uh, understanding what things mean. If if we all were, none of us would listen to this man in the White House. Uh, a guy who exhibits the fact that probably tomorrow night he'll be out dancing around a fire someplace uh, trying to get snakes to come up and cure him is not a good example for uh, the folks in this country who are trying to figure out a real problem that's a health problem. Well, now you just went and on the air. And you just what? went on. You just went on the air and suggested people dance around a fire and hope that snakes will cure them. What? Yeah. I, uh, uh, well, I mean that—that's the equivalent of taking a, a drug that doesn't make any sense. His doctor, his doctor prescribed it. Says it does. Then his doctor prescribed it for him. He didn't just take it. His doctor, he discussed it with his doctor. His doctor thought it made sense medically, and so he gave it to him. That's a decision between. And you don't notice. You don't notice that he gets what he wants or he fires the people that won't give it to him. Then that you have, doesn't bother you. On this program, many times you have said a woman's right to have an abortion is between she, her and her doctor. Now you don't want to accord the president. You don't want to accord oh, the president and you're the same thing. Make that equivalent to taking a. Sure, it's a medical uh, decision. A, a, a 
medical decision based on a person. It's a medical decision based on a consultation between the patient and the doctor. It's exactly the same thing. And if you don't see that, you need to pull in your MSNBC funnels. (laughs) Okay. I I appreciate that. I I appreciate that. I'll do exactly that when I don't hear you quoting Fox News all the time. I also quote CNN and MSNBC. Well, usually with MSNBC, it's the scoff at something they've said. (laughs) And when it's Fox, it's almost as though you start to glow. I just just chastised them this morning. Neither one of those. The only thing that makes sense are the people who are medical folks who knew or trying to find out how to fix this thing. And that's where we should be. Please, everybody, don't go out and buy uh, hydrochloroquine. It might work, but might could kill you, too. You can't buy it, then. You can't just go out and buy it. A doctor has to prescribe it for you. It is a prescription drug. Well, obviously, you could wear your doctor down, and he'll prescribe it. (laughs) Well, maybe not. Oh, sure. I mean, if I ask my doctor, I mean, I I see all these commercials on TV for drugs that they are saying, have a talk with your doctor about this drug, and then they go on to describe in graphic detail some of the horrible side effects that are possible. Do not take this drug if you're the leader of the free world. Well, no, but I'm I'm serious. I mean, some of these things are horrible, The, the, uh, the actual side effects you can get, right, including death. So it's a decision between a doctor and a patient. That's exactly what the president did Wait a minute. I don't think think you'd find that to be true because the decision was the president of the United States telling his doctor, give me the drug. He didn't tell him he asked him. The president president said he asked his doctor about it. The doctor, he and he talked about it, and the doctor prescribed it. He didn't say, I ordered my doctor to give me the drug. Extensive discussions. We assume that uh, this man always tells the truth. So now now he's lying. That's the way it is. Now he's lying. You don't know. You weren't there. But he was lying. You know that. Moving on. Thank you so much, Stan. Thank you so much for calling in. Before I go, i got to just say... Don't take a drug the doctor has not prescribed. And if you've got a doctor who will prescribe anything, as there was a doctor in Shemokin who prescribed all kinds of opiates. Allegedly. He hasn't been convicted. Allegedly. And he subscribed something terrible. Allegedly. He hasn't been convicted yet, then. Allegedly. Okay. Thank you so much, So true. Let's put in alleged. Thank you. All right, one of our good listeners sends a note, says, the president is not morbidly obese, he's just obese. Pleasingly plump. Well, right, he's only, <laughs> you know, I don't know how obese he is. He's, what, 250-some pounds, probably. Does he weigh that much? I, I don't know what his weight is. I, I don't know either. Anyway, mor- according to Wikipedia, morbid obesity is diagnosed by determining the body mass index of an individual's if they are 100 or more pounds overweight. So he, I wouldn't say he's I don't 100, he's pounds, 100 pounds, overweight. pounds overweight. Or their BMI is 40 or more. So uh, by the definition, weight is causing obesity-related health conditions such as high blood pressure or diabetes, and the president doesn't have either of those. I mean, as far as we know, anyway. He well, does talk about his cholesterol being too BMI high. My is always concerning. Mine says I'm just slightly over the line. Too obese. No, not obese, but overweight. Okay. Well, that's probably, you know, you're close to being true. I don't, I don't want to say anything about your weight. But I but weigh less than you do. 
stand by. Well, I'm obese. There's no argument there. Yes, you are morbidly so, I think. <laughs> I don't think so. Not quite yet. Well, we got three but calls much, coming Much in. more <laughs> pandemic, and keep the YMC closed, and I'm going to be there. Hold on, callers. We'll be there shortly. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mirth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. Three callers, nine minutes left, so that means three minutes apiece. Uh, Stan is first up in line. Stan, thanks for waiting. You're on the mark. Good morning. Uh, as far as Stan goes, he was saying he assumes that the Dr. Trump and his doctor had a conversation about hydroxychloroquine. Well, we all know what assume means when people are assuming, correct? Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, the president anyway, and his doctors did have a conversation about that. <laughs> the doctor's talking about it. He issued a statement saying they had extensive discussions about it. In other words, the president yeah, wore him that. down. But anyway, that's all right. That's the doctor's yeah, I prerogative. That. I mean, and everybody, you're right, Joe. My body, my choice. If I should come in contact with somebody who wants it, you know, has the virus and I know it, I go to the doctor and say, I've been exposed. I want this. I should have that choice, don't you think? That right. drug's been on the market for 60 years, used by billions and millions of people, and it doesn't kill people. Now, some people may die while using it. They may be too far gone to be saved by it. But in my understanding, is out in uh, ah, what is it, the Henry Ford uh, Hospital out in Detroit area. The the workers there are taking it to help prevent them from catching the virus. So, you know, it, it, it's it's well, that's not why necessarily 100% cure, but it's it's possible to be, a, they call what, a prophylactic? Right. That's the way the president's taking it, and that's uh, he's taking it in the hopes it will prevent him from getting it. After right. his valet was after his his uh, his valet was exposed, one of his valets. Right. So, you know, why shouldn't he have the choice to do it? He's he's under doctor's care at all times. You know, and anybody else that wants to have take that choice. You know, life is full of risk, and it should be my choice whether or not I want to risk that. Because right now they have nothing else. You know that what is it, the resmizivir or whatever it's called, that experimental drug that they used on uh, Ebola. You know, they're supposedly testing that here in Geisinger, but it's only tests. You have to be in the hospital for that. And, and at that point, if you're in a hospital, you're in deep doo doo. <laughs> yeah, you're already having a struggle. So, so why why shouldn't I be able to take something that's readily available 
and, and possibly help. There's no guarantees in life, and there's no guarantee with any of this medicine that they have out there. These are The people who oppose this are the same people who, you know, were touting, many of them touting the benefits of marijuana, how, you know, it can really <laughs> cure you from this, cure you from that. And it was against the law to take it. It wasn't a prescription drug. It was against the law, and people were taking it and saying how good it is. And they, they won. We've come to the realization right. that it does do some good. So the president's well, doing the same thing. Maybe, maybe that's a secret, Joe. Maybe we all need to be a token up, and that'll keep us from getting it. <laughs> token up. You know, yeah. marijuana is a miracle drug, right? Well, so some people say it is. <laughs> they're all one toke. They're one toke over the line, though, Stan. I'm going to have to. Well, yeah, that's true. And as far as as far as Fox News and this, I seen a clip that Neil Cavuto was on last night. He's not happy. Trump announced that he was taking it, and he's telling people, "Don't take it. You're going to die." Basically, is what he's telling them. Well, it can cause fatal heart conditions for people that already have a heart condition. He talked about that. I, okay. I don't know if that's an accurate claim, but, I mean, that's what Cavuto well, was saying. Okay, so a person can, has to get it through prescription only, mm-hmm. and they go to their doctor, and their doctor knows they have a heart condition, so he probably would advise them not to take it unless they're in the hospital under doctor's care. Yeah, I don't think the See, president has a heart condition. None of it makes condition. sense to me, all right? None of it adds up. They're the only reason Trump could cure cancer, end war, and have unlimited clean energy for the world, and they'd still say he was wrong. Doesn't He's matter wrong. what the man does. He's doing it for the wrong reason. Right. Yeah, that's right. It's all to line his pockets is what he's doing it for. Yep, there you Same go. thing with this hydroxychloroquine. He's lining his pockets. Oh, he probably has investments his, in the company that makes it. Right. His one investment has $1,000 worth of stock maybe in that company, so he's making a fortune off a of generic <laughs> drug. Why well, he probably caused a run on it when he was touting it, what, three weeks ago or so he was talking about oh, it, so he probably got okay. a lot of people. Hey, we got to get the next caller. Right. Thank you so much. Much, Dan. Right, These Thanks. are the same people that probably went out and tried to inject themselves with Clorox when he said that maybe there well, was some way that that could I help th- them. Let's put the president where he is. He's he's leading the country. He's you know arguing about Congress and stuff, and he's running the military. Let's just leave it at that. Let's not worry about his personal choices. Okay, uh, Cindy, you are on the mark. Thanks for calling in. I agree with you, Mark. I agree with you. I'm not some ape that has to follow everything anybody does fashion or whatever the president chooses to do doesn't mean that's what I choose to do. But I do believe he has the right to petition his position, have a discussion, and get what he wants. Why not? I mean, why do we feel like we should be uh, dominating what he has, what medical care he receives? I don't see that. Anybody. I don't think we should be doing that to anybody, let alone the president. But the reason I called was Wow, was I taken aback by the article today in the paper about uh, a woman who said she felt like she needed to shoot people that weren't wearing masks. And it made me think, ever since this started, about a famous novel called The Scarlet Letter. And in that story, um, a woman in Puritan times gets pregnant without a husband. Her husband is dead, or she believes so. But anyway, she gets pregnant. And so the town punishes her. These are Puritans. They punish her by making her stand in the town square and wear a big red A, A being for adulteress. And for the rest of her life, as long as she lives in that colony, she has to wear that red letter A as an adulteress for the rest of her life, right? And, it, and so the people who are upset with the folks that don't choose to wear masks might think about this as that's their scarlet letter. 
So you know that these people are refusing to cooperate with the social agenda that's being put out. And what can you do about that? Well, you can go wide. Just go around them. Get six feet away from them, and they represent no threat to you in an outdoor space. And in an indoor space, don't go near them. You see them in front of you in the store, go up a different aisle. They represent no threat to you otherwise. To be so uh, radical as to suggest shooting them is, to me, beyond the pale. That's just ridiculous. Now, this was on her Facebook feed. Has she since deleted that? I have no idea. I don't have Facebook. I'm looking at what it says in the newspaper today. Uh, Joe, what? do you read the paper today? Yes, I did. What did it say about this topic? Are you not with us today? What topic? All right, moving on. Never <laughs> no. mind. That's fine. I, Here's I, what she wrote. Thank I believe you. it's in here. A quote. I find it interesting that the largest group right. of pros, those protesting in the anti-lockdown protests and refusing to wear masks in public as they see it as a violation of their constitutional rights are those against any form of gun regulation. As a concealed carry permit gun owner, if you refuse to wear a mask and try to come within six feet of my family, I will exercise the same constitutional rights to shoot you. Well, that's a little harsh. That's a, that's a quote. I'm, <laughs> I'm not sorry. making this up. In fact, that right. whole... Well, I did see English this over the weekend. But in, in oh, fairness, in, in fairness, in fairness, when she did explain it, she even herself described her her comments as being somewhat over the top. I, the exact, I'm looking for the exact words she used, but she said, uh, "Bioterrorism is a real threat, and refusal to prevent and/or the intentional release or dissemination of biological agents by not wearing a mask during a global pandemic is a clear example. I am sorry if my words were offensive or derogatory." in any way. My concern and compassion for human life got the best of me. All right, Cindy, we got to get to the next caller, but thank you okay. so much. Excellent points, and uh, Dr. Jennifer rager K. I I guess, is going to probably say more about this later. Uh, Van, you're on the mark. Sorry, we only have a minute, but we'll give you that minute, and we'll get you after the news. And you can call back with more. All right, well, I was listening to a doctor down in Texas, and she had been prescribing the hydroxychloroquine for her patients, and she was seeing great success with it as far as treating COVID-19. And then all of a sudden, she began to get a call or calls from the pharmacist demanding why she was prescribing this medication. And she told the, the pharmacist, it's your job to put the pills in the bottle. It's my job to, to give the prescription. All right, we will have to stop you. We won't finish. Thank you so much, man. I'll put I'll put you on hold. You can hang All up right. and call back if you wish. Or, but we'll uh, take you as soon as the news is over. All right. So, uh, sorry about that. Poor planning. We, we can never keep anybody to three minutes. It's just not our nature. So, Van gets an open mic during the 9 a.m. hour. You're listening to News Radio 1070, WKOK Sunbury, WKOK News Time. It is 9 o'clock, CBS, then local news. Good morning, everyone. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, 
Mark Lawrence, and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. 1-800-795-9565 is our open phone. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com and text us at 70236. We have texts, emails, and calls awaiting. So we're going to do news headlines in a moment. We're going to go right back to Van. Thank you, sir. Thanks for holding. You're back on the mark. You might want to start over again so we all know where <laughs> okay, we're coming as, from. As I was saying, there was a doctor down in, in Texas I just saw on the Internet last night that she had been uh, prescribing hydroxychloroquine to her patients that had COVID-19, and she saw a 100% success rate with this, and she saw all of her patients recover within 48 hours from all the COVID symptoms that they had. And as time went on, she would get calls from pharmacists that would demand from her why she was prescribing this drug to her patients. And she told the pharmacist, you know, it's your job to put the pills in the bottle. It's my job to write the prescription. And then it came to pass that they had to, not only if it was some legislature move or if it's just something that they demanded, but they were demanding the doctors write why they were prescribing this drug. So it just seems kind of strange, you know, why, why they would demand that. And hydroxychloroquine has been used for years, and as far as it being harmful or people worried about its effects, I have a, a sister-in-law that takes that for lupus. So it's, if it would affect her in that way, you know, apparently it's okay to take. So why the, it's almost like a, a false, fake concern, like it's gonna hurt somebody. Well, I think, I think one of the arguments, Van, is that um, it reacts differently depending on the circumstances of the patient you give it to. Some of the arguments I've heard say that it's fine for, like you suggest, lupus and some other, and for uh, malaria, but that it has a specific change in how it deals with people who are being treated with it with a coronavirus. Now, whether that's true or not, I don't know, but I've heard that report. I think, Van, the real issue is that people are just concerned that he's taking it because it's a, it's a brought-up, popular topic talked about thing and uh, it, there's no evidence that it does anything to you in advance of getting the coronavirus that that's part of it and plus the president is so whimsical I think that's the other hook that's associated with this the actual danger of the drug I think that's kind of been overrated you know in this conversation that's my observation yeah well the arguments like like Sam brought up, you know, my body, my choice, a, woman, a woman's body, her choice. And, yeah, I'm, I'm 100% woman's body, her choice. But when a baby's involved, that's called murder. And you can, you can use whatever, you know, term you want to use for it, but it's murder. And what gets me is through this whole COVID-19 deal, you know, these, the abortion clinics were allowed to remain open. A lot of churches were forced to be closed, but abortion, because that's, that's America's God, for whatever reason, the people on the left love killing babies, and they want that to continue. I don't understand how anyone can be for abortion, and then they bring that up as an argument. You know, it's, to me, it reveals their true character. But here's one more thing before I go. Melinda Gates, and this, she was on the Today Show, uh, how long ago it was, but she wore on that show an upside-down cross. And if, I, I think probably everyone's aware what an upside-down cross or what a pentagram stands for. And, you know, people can wear a cross and not necessarily, you know, wear it because they're a Christian, but if you wear an upside-down cross or a pentagram, you're making a statement. 
and this House Resolution Bill 6666. Are you guys oh, aware of this here. bill? <laughs> really? Yeah, are, you, are you aware of this bill or no? No, I never uh, heard Somebody of it. brought oh, it up goodness. in this show you, before. You, so. you got you to gotta quit listening to Fox and MSNBC and all the other garbage and, and get online and do some searching, and you'll find some stuff out. This bill, it was proposed, it, it's, it's called... It's it's for testing and and uh, tracing and I'll I'll read I'll just read you the first line of this thing, H.R. six 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 to authorize the Secretary of Health and Human Services to award grants to eligible entities to conduct diagnostic testing for COVID nineteen and related activities such as contact tracing through mobile health units and as necessary at individuals residences and for other purposes now that for other purposes that leaves the door wide open and at at individuals residences so they can come to your house and test you for COVID-19 this is a bill that is being proposed I don't think it's been voted on yet but it soon will be and if it's voted on they can come to your house and test you and they if you have COVID-19 they can remove you from your residence if they so determine that's in that's in the in the heart of the bill this idea of you have to be you'd be taken out of your home if you're found to be positive well with for this other purposes and there's this this whole thing with the mask deal what are the other purposes that would that's that's, in the bill no it's not it's just describing it's, it's not defined it's not defined and by them not defining that it leaves it wide open so with the contact and trace and with the deal of the social distancing you know, they can use your mobile phones, and as it interacts with other people, if you get within six feet of another person that has a, a cell phone, it will track and trace that you've been near that person, and say a week from now you come down with COVID-19. Or just say someone else that happened to walk by you within that distance comes down with it, you will be contacted, and you will be forced to, to be checked to see if you have COVID-19. All right, well, worth looking into. Yeah, it sounds like a liberty right, issue well, to me, if, I, if what you say is... It may uh, pass the House, but it'll is, never pass uh, the Senate, and it won't be oh, signed by the President. I, gotcha. I, I hope not. I mean, we got a really important election coming up in November, and we, we have a governor that has totally overplayed his power and doing it in a way that it's, it's like his way or the highway. All right, and we got you. Thank you so much for that. Thank you, Thanks, Van. Man. Yep, Appreciate thanks your for call. checking in. A lot of food for thought there. On the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please do check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line now back open again, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarkatwkok.com or text us at 70236. We'd love to hear from you. Some brief news headlines. Uh, Northumberland County has two coronavirus-related deaths, but two other counties around here have one each fewer deaths reported in their daily update. The state health department says a second Union County nursing home was tested positive involving two employees. Now, as for those uh, death cases, uh, Northumberland County is now listed as having two, but the state health department uh, says Union and Montour County each lost a death that was in their total. They don't say if the two individuals are the same individuals, but nonetheless, they do say there's a change in the way that they account for the deaths. Apparently, they want to make sure that they're clear about where people live. Of course, it does not engender much faith in the numbers, at least in terms of where they belong. They may be accurate in 
terms of their total count, but uh, it would have to make you wonder whether the uh, uh, how hard is it to find out where somebody lives if they once they're dead. Yeah, usually, think, they have some form of identification well, with them when they're admitted, and to the they hospital. refuse to listen to the coroner. So, <laughs> and, and which their this is their speciality. So, I, I think they're missing an opportunity there. But anyway, okay. Geisinger and President and CEO Dr. J. Juan Roos said during his news briefing uh, that he has not uh, found any multi-system inflammatory syndrome in children at Geisinger. We have not seen it thus far, but obviously are, are closely monitoring. And also our pediatric experts are in contact with their colleagues throughout the country. As far as uh, what has been shown to work or what are the right ways to approach and how are these kids presenting so that we're you know, our antenna, let's say, are totally up on this one. This MISC has popped up in Pennsylvania, but not in our valley. Evangelical Community Hospital's ongoing prime project has been delayed due to COVID-19 during a conference call Monday. Evangelical Community Hospital President and CEO Kendra Alker says the project is now delayed four to six weeks. We screen them the way we screen the rest of our workforce, and they're very cooperative. Most people appreciate that you're trying to keep them safe, and I think within their own organizations, they've been schooled on why this is done, and we have had no issues with contractors. Talking about the $72 million prime project, Pennsylvania Governor Tom Wolf says NASCAR can can, you got that, C-A-N, can hold its races at Pocono Raceway in late June if the coronavirus situation improves in that area, though the races might have to go off without fans. Pocono Raceway is in Monroe County, which is currently in the red designation, but Wolf said that if Monroe County moves to the yellow before the races, then NASCAR may hold the races June 27th and 28th as long as there are no spectators present and guidelines are followed to keep competitors safe. NASCAR resumed it's Cup Series schedule Sunday. What Cup Series is it? It used to be Winston Cup, and then know. it was uh, Sprint, and now it's something else, I guess. Anyway, their Cup Series schedule Sunday at Darlington, South Carolina, without fans. I saw the start of the race. It's just, just fascinating to see, just to watch racing in general. And then, of course, no fans in the stand, not a single one. There yes. wasn't, like, some VIP that was loud up in the upper row or anything. So that was a little bit unusual. All right, those are the news headlines. We, think we, we got answered this email here first because Please, first right thing, because we have two calls coming in. Okay. Uh, EB says, first, Joe has zero proof that Nancy Pelosi ever had plastic surgery. Second, morbidly obese is a medical term, and it absolutely applies to Trump. Why is it wrong to criticize a Republican's appearance, but perfectly okay to slam a Democratic woman with unfounded allegations? Let me, EB, read to you from the Washington Times. There has been a flurry of speculation about whether House Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi has had plastic surgery, but unless she has had some previously undocumented condition in which one's face gets tighter with age, the answer is obvious, plastic surgeons say. A woman her age shouldn't look that good, says Dr. Anthony Yon, a Detroit-based plastic surgeon. It appears that she has had a good amount of surgery, probably Joe. an eyelid lift and even a Joe. facelift. To what end? Please. <laughs> and you and I checked, and the president is not morbidly obese oh. by a medical definition. 
Who cares? I do. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, yes. Well, EB does say, secondly, morbidly obese is a medical term. We looked it up in Wikipedia, which is not a medical book, but it does say it doesn't apply. And in fact, he's not really even close. His uh, BMI, what I wrote it, it six, down, was 33. and 239, wasn't it? 243. 243, okay. So that gives him a BMI of 33, which is obese, as am I. That's exactly the same uh, BMI as me. And... Um, but he is not morbidly is 40 and above plus you have to have medical issues existing also diabetes or high blood pressure which the president says he doesn't have either he does right. talk about his cholesterol that's in his statements sometimes but anyway okay so anyway so, but there yeah, we are. to what end are we doing this conversation well, sorry it, i'm sorry it i brought started it up. off this morning well, the i Nancy, brought it up it was a big story in the news and Nancy pelosi's right. calling the president morbidly obese it's only a big story in your brain. <laughs> Nobody else is talking about it. Well, I know we've had calls on it. <laughs> because you brought it up. <laughs> Billy, thank you for waiting through the nonsense. Let's get back to real discussion. Appreciate it, guys. I, I was uh, pretty upset to see uh, the news about Generator K, and I apologize if, if, uh, if this has been discussed ad nauseum this morning already, but I just joined... Uh, the radio about nine o'clock so I uh, just had a couple of comments one is when I read her her online uh, I, she calls it an apology <laughs> I think it was more like a a, a, a reaffirmation of, of, of defense uh, in some ways uh, and it to me it read a lot a lot like the statement she made on WKOK a couple of years back when she talked about folks needing to be educated in order to accept her way of thinking and uh, it, it, her apology read the, basically the same way it's just a lecture of you know it's all these bioterrorists out there that are threatening folks with, that aren't wearing masks that are the real problem here for a school board member to make uh, a threat with about it about using a gun that's not the real issue the real issue is bio, bioterrorism um, and so I just I, I think the apology to me is is a bunch of hooey, um, and I I couldn't help but wonder as well what would happen to a student in the Seals Grove School District if they said similar things on Facebook and it was recorded or reported. Um, I think they would be disciplined. I mean, we just had an instance in Harrisburg within the last week where on a Zoom call. Uh, another student was pictured uh, they had a toy gun laying on near on the table behind them um, and a, an irate parent who saw it through the zoom meeting reported it to the teacher then reported it to the police and the police showed up <laughs> at the kids home <laughs> just for having a toy gun laying on on a table not even like out front of the camera but in the background you could see it Hmm. Um, so this, we have one standard for students and another standard for school board members. I mean, this is this is just ridiculous. Uh, she, she should she either needs to issue a much more heartfelt apology or she needs to resign. But do you think if somebody approaches you without a mask, can you shoot them? 
<laughs> no, I don't think so. I just don't think it's that strange of a remark. If it had been a staunch Republican gun toter around here, nobody would bat an eye. But of course, she's a Democrat. But she also talks about the fact that she has a concealed carry permit. She doesn't talk about much about carrying at any given time, but uh, or at all that I've ever heard. But uh, I, I just, I, I just think there's faux outrage in this direction. I don't think there's anything, you know, I, I think it's a strange comment. I wouldn't agree with it, but um, it, it kind of fits right in around here. we got a lot of gun lovers around here, so I, I could see my buddies saying this at any given time. And would, and do you think it would be okay for them to say it? Well, Especially I don't care if, if they say it. the school board, do you think that would be perfectly fine? Mm, I don't know. I guess she's a community leader. I think there's a higher standard. Oh. But we have all kinds of different rules for children that don't apply to adults. Anytime an elected official says something that controversial, it's a legitimate news story. You know that as well as I do. I'm Mark. not dismissing that. There's no way you can ignore it. I mean, This what, is just my opinion. that it, And it, even though, but here's the thing. It was posted on Facebook. To I her, brought it up today. Her Facebook friends. And someone took it and, you know, spread it around. If that hadn't happened, this wouldn't be a story. You know, it, it just wouldn't it wouldn't be. But here, someone took it and spread it around, whether it was an attempt to harm her um, or, you know, whether it was genuine outrage. I don't know. I won't impugn their motives, and I won't impugn hers. What were the comments? If it's on Facebook, what did people say in reply? Well, many of the people, uh, the, the original comment, I didn't, didn't see too many comments, but after she made a, another Facebook comment about the fact that uh, someone had taken it to the papers and that someone had uh, recalled for her resignation from the school board, she got a lot of sympathetic support. People saying, "No, you shouldn't resign." You know, <laughs> and I—I I don't. I, it was Ill, certainly ill-advised, but it's not the only example of ill-advised political comment I've ever heard on Facebook. on Facebook. All right, Billy, we'll give you the last word. Go right ahead. Well, one more thing about this. You know, she said in her apology that she misspoke, and I think that's that's a real misnomer here. I mean, to me, when I tell my wife to turn right and I mean, meant left, that's misspeaking. <laughs> uh, if I say something hateful <laughs> to my wife, I can't just then turn around and say, oh, oh, I misspoke. <laughs> so that's, that's, wow. that's one point. But Best then the second point. You speak from experience, huh? Of course. <laughs> and then, but I've been there. The second point is this whole private, public nonsense, I think, is, is just a distraction because... When, you know, if you can't, that's basically like saying, well, it's okay to be hateful in private. It, that's no problem, but just don't make it public. No, I think if we have if we have community leaders of any sort, of any ilk, that are being hateful in private. Well, I don't think she's hateful. Gets, she's being protective. She says if you come oh, within come six on. feet of her children with a mask, she's going to shoot you. Well, here's part. She says in her apology she reached a boiling point. That's right. not... That doesn't describe hatefulness. Oh, you shouldn't no, post that, anything off. Right. It's not reasoned, a reasoned reaction. I got sounded. Oh, and thank you so much, Billy. Yep, I appreciate the call. Well, well said. Part, of, part of what she explained was apparently there were those who took enough offense to take drastic efforts to affect my personal and professional life, including calling for my resignation from the school board, as well as contacting local newspaper articles, which I'm sure will be published soon. Well, they were. I'm quoting from John Bogey's story in this morning's Penn Live. I want to give John credit for that. He had a fairly complete and, and uh, I, thorough story. Let me give everybody some Lawrence's worthless advice. Okay. The next time you're fed up... 
Don't post it don't on Facebook. Don't type anything. <laughs> don't call anyone. Don't email anyone. Don't send any questions to Harrisburg. Don't do anything. Just stand down. I was like what Abraham, what Abraham Lincoln did. When he was upset, he would write the letter exactly the way he felt and then put it in his desk drawer overnight. And the next morning, he'd come in and read it and see if he still felt the same okay. way. He would edit it. Okay. I, and that's another reason why I never post anything political on Facebook. All right, Joe. I need you to read this, these two. And we have Tom waiting uh, and uh, Bonnie right waiting. there, and then we'll have to take the break. Anyone threatening to shoot someone because they don't wear a mask is a danger to herself and others. If that woman has a CCW permit, it needs to be revoked. Apology from her is not accepted. All right, we've got callers waiting. We will be right back ASAP. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mertz family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark, 1-800-795-9565. Two lines occupied, two unoccupied. Uh, upper right-hand corner. According to several medical professionals, I am a doctor types. The President Donald Trump is clinically obese. And we're not arguing that, but he's not morbidly obese. Right, there's, oh, yeah, no argument there. Okay. Uh, N-E-X-T, where does it say that Tom. on the call screen? Oh, Number Tom. two. Okay, Tom, you're on the mark. Yeah, the reason Trump's pushing this hydroxychloroquine is because there's a guy, his name is Larry Ellison. He's he's uh, owns this Oracle, Oracle Corporation. You ever hear of it? Sure, it's a big company. Their name, mm-hmm. their name is on the uh, the uh, stadium out there, whatever you call it, where the Los Angeles Lakers play. But the guy's worth about $177 billion. He's one of the richest men in the world. And he's the one that asked Trump to push this hydroxychloroquine because he's a big Trump donor and he has a lot of fundraisers for Trump. So that is the reason why Trump is pushing hydroxychloroquine. There's always, with this guy, there's always money behind it. Look for the money. With, any, with anything this guy does, look for the money. That's the reason why and I don't know if he's really taking it or not. Maybe he is, maybe he isn't. I don't think he probably is. I think he's just pushing this because this guy gives him a lot of money. And this guy wants this stuff pushed because he makes money on it. So I don't, I would tell you what I think. I wish the guy would get about 100 bottles of it and take every one of the pills in, every, in all the bottles. <laughs> that's, that's what I wish he would do with it. So you um you have no problem. I mean, you're just advocating murder or death. <laughs> so I don't care what he does. If he wants to do that to himself, that's up to him. I agree. His doctor agreed I with mean, him. I mean, that's up to him. But he is doing this for money. There's money behind this. Mm-hmm. And how? Where's your proof of that? 
It's on the internet. No, it's not on the internet. I just tried to look it up. I didn't find anything about it. I found an article well, about Ellison. Start, look, you better start looking because it's on the internet. I got it right up here right now. And I'm from what? MSNBC? Trump, Trump, Trump Corey Quinn pushed, came after talk with donor sources say. And uh, right on sources here on say? TV, who are the sources? Who are NBC the sources? News. Uh, who are the sources that say that that's what he did? I could make up a story well, and say says sources Dr. say... Jeff Bennett and Dara, they're the ones that wrote the story. Oh, I'm talking about the sources that told them that he's doing it for money. Well, come on, Joe. Don't don't try to... You know goddamn well this guy does everything for money. No, I don't. Everything. Don't know that at all. It. I do he not know that. push this stuff if there isn't money behind it. Yeah, I don't know that at all. campaign. It couldn't be personal conviction. Lots of money. He's one. Look up Larry Ellison. Larry Ellison is really is one of the big. Is one of the richest men in the world. Right, fifth largest. All right, and he owns the company that's. Uh, it's a data company, not a drug company. A data company. Not a drug company, but but he, for some reason or other, he's pushing this hydroxychloroquine. This Ellison. Okay. Ellison is making money on it. All right, and we he got wants you. Trump to push it. All right. Thank you so much. Appreciate and the call. I've seen another thing on the computer here. <laughs> uh oh. It said even even on Gilligan's Island, the, they listen to the professor, not the millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> well said. All right. Thank you. To, thank Thanks, you, Tom. Tom. That's a good. That sounds like a future meme. All right. It, it is a meme. I've seen oh, it. Oh, okay. Upper right hand corner. Uh, on the topic of Than and hydrochloroquine. I wonder, has Than called Evangelical Hospital to chide them for having it available? I think if it's properly used. Well, and doctor's prescription thing. is properly using it, isn't it? Right. Unless uh, you're accusing the doctor of being incompetent or of some sort of a pill generator. All right. Now, last caller before a quickie break would be Bonnie. You're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Hi, I have a question for Joe. He just said that... Dr. Jennifer K. Rager had that on her personal thing, her Facebook. Does that mean she tells her friends one thing and the public another thing? And one other thing, if a kid would say that, even if it wasn't on social media, he would be expelled from school. What makes her any better? Well, she's not in school. I mean, she is an adult. She's on the school board. Yeah. She makes the rules. That's true. He's also for the red flag law, which would take her gun permit away. Uh, in answer to your first question, I think if you post something on your personal Facebook page, you intend it to be between you and people who call themselves your friends. Okay, that's back to my question. So she tells her friends one thing, and when she's running for office, she tells them something else. Well, no, I don't think she ever. She She's never come out and criticized people. She's been very outspoken about how she, she feels. criticized everybody that didn't vote for her. Okay, well... That's not. She's not alone in that. <laughs> you yeah, know? The, who was and it that sat in that? Flag wall. If the red flag laws would be in existence, she would lose her gun permit. Yeah, there was a guy named Richard Tuck who was Richard Nixon's dirty tricks guy. After Nixon got out of the White House, he ran for Congress in California, and he lost. And his response was, "The people have spoken." The SOBs. Okay, that don't make her any better. <laughs> no, I'm, but the it's. <laughs> 
That's all I have to say. Okay, fair all enough. All right, thank you thank so you much. Thank you for your yep, comment. Appreciate have the a good call. Day. You thank too. You. Take care. Call again. Uh, upper right hand corner, and then we take the break. Number one, hydroxychloroquine does not have any effect as a preser- preventative. It's an anti-inflammatory. People who need this drug for treatment of actual existing medical conditions are having difficulty getting it now. Number two, this is becoming a Republican booster program of late. Anyone with different opinions gets talked over or snickered at. Let's try to get back to a more balanced presentation, if that's even possible anymore. All right, the president's a buffoon. Are you happy now? Are you balanced in yes, that? I'm trying How to. have you balanced that comment? <laughs> it's not balanced. If it's if it's a Republican uh, talking show, there we go. Everybody knows it, and Joe has his Fox News funnels firmly in place to uh, rechannel anything Fox tells him. We'll take a quick break. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the mark, there you go, upper right-hand corner. and then Says, call. Um, Good morning, guys. We all know that Nancy is trying to look younger. She's old. She has to be in public, so fix her face. She is under the doctor's care, so she's fine. President Trump is under his doctor's care, so he, shouldn't, he should be fine. Do they have to pick on each other in this way? Yes, they do, because we are in the new normal. Hate is the new normal. Will this stop? I don't think it will. Sadly, I say that. All right, Harry, thank you for being patient. You're on the mark. Hey, how you doing, guys? Uh, a couple of things. One, I, I just want to offer uh, um, to Tom, Oracle Arena is actually where the Golden State Warriors play in Oakland and not the Lakers. And two, anytime he needs some extra aluminum foil, I'll, I'll save some <laughs> oh and get him some. That's, you're the <laughs> second person to say that. Somebody texted that. I know yeah. that's being, but... We have a but, text uh, that says Tom has his tin foil hat on again. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but I, I find it somewhat uh, um, confusing, all the fuss about the medication the president's on here. In a society that has confused... Uh, medical care with taking medicine, we seem to be forgetting the fact that everybody takes medicine, uh, many people take medicine for for stuff that, you know, 25 years ago we wouldn't have thought was necessary. And and you watch things even with, even with um, um, side effects. You know, there's a drug that uh, is advertised on TV to cure depression, but one of the side effects is it may lead to suicidal thoughts. And it's like... So now we're going to take somebody whose doctor prescribed him something that has had some success. I, I remember seeing this, oh, probably late March or early April, and I don't remember. I, I, you saw it all over the news and, uh, and newspapers about uh, several people, including one person in New York, where the doctor had told him, hey, look, there's nothing we can do anymore. They gave him this hydra, I can't say it, the hydra stuff, and uh, 
and three days later he was recovering. So you can spin it however you want to fit your agenda, but the simple fact of the matter is this is a society that takes drugs for everything, and if the doctor says he can take it, then take it. Right. Yeah, the president calls it hydroxy. He doesn't try to say the whole yeah, thing. I do. Well, he does better at it than I do. I can't pronounce Hydroxy. We I can all stick with that. I only speak two languages, English and bad English, and I'm not sure where that would fit. <laughs> right. Well, it's his prerogative. No argument there. All right. Thank you so much, okay. Harry. Appreciate the call. All right, guys. Take care. Uh, thank Take you. Care. Uh, let's see. Where does that leave us? Uh, Joe, how about uh, the email or the text? Either way. Okay. Uh, well, we said, uh, Tom, laughing out loud, Tom, what's your source for your conspiracy theory? And then another text says, Mark, if you're hanging around guys that say they would shoot you because they're not wearing a mask, you're hanging around with the wrong people. That is very <laughs> true. I definitely am. Uh, Dale, you're next up, believe it or don't. Go right ahead. Yeah, I see that. Uh, I think they're cutting the pace for what state legislators and all they got and governors. Well, Not I in Pennsylvania. Are you off topic here today? Where that's not what we're talking it's, about. But anyway, you know, in Pennsylvania. They think Wolf ain't getting paid or. or well, Wolf doesn't take a salary because he's already a long zillionaire. But that's another topic. But there's no pay cut for anybody being talked about in uh, Pennsylvania. Okay. I just wanted to say, you know, with somebody now want to go out and hand out tickets for seatbelts, first was jaywalking. So I think, you know, treating our citizens like criminals, you know, is not the way to go. I think it's time to cut some budgets. I mean, you know, we got too many police in this town, and they don't do nothing. Oh, come on. So, I mean, oh yeah, really. I mean, oh, yeah, you Dale, you're such an authority. I mean, right. the cops don't do anything. Sure. Let's get I mean, rid of all. Is there a donut yeah. shop I mean, in town? Yeah, they're all, all hanging out with a Dunkin' Donuts, having coffee and donuts, right? Or the squeezing. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just, you know, I mean, don't you think there need to be some cuts? I, I mean, really? Not, not in police. No, I don't. Cuts I think in police. They could use twice okay, as many. Okay, so, I mean, should, should they, what, police? You know, treat uh, normal citizens like criminals. You know, because once you treat somebody like criminals, that's how they act. If so they are I, criminals. Yeah, but jaywalking and seatbelts—that—that—that's—that's—that's that's, that's bad leadership. Those are secondary yeah. offenses, Dale. They don't stop you for those. They stop you if you did something yeah. else. They might cite you for yeah, those. Well, well, here's the whole thing. I mean, our president is all about. You obviously got a ticket for jaywalking, right? <laughs> and not wearing a seatbelt. Yeah, I'm just telling you, our president been a uh, blame game, and blame game is excuses. So, I mean, we're following, our state is following a person who federal government, leading the federal government with excuses, okay, or blame game. I mean, we, whatever happened with the Bank of Pennsylvania, I think it's time to, you know, our representatives start holding the federal government, you know, accountable because it's corrupt throughout the whole federal system. Nobody's going to jail, all this, you know, it's it, it's just, you know, I don't know. I, I don't understand. It's if irritating, isn't it? People, or is he represent the federal government? I mean, that's what we have to ask them. You know, what I mean, pinpoint. We have lack of leadership across the board. So I think that, that there needs to be a, like a three-step plan, and accountability needs to be held because <clears throat> it don't look good on this president. Dale, why don't you why don't you run for public office, Dale? I mean, you have a lot of comments about how bad everything is. You never call in with some positive well, remark. Well, listen, listen the, the media is there to sell, you know, doom and gloom to the public. Oh, okay? is that what we're here for? That, that, I didn't realize that. Mark, get out the out. doom and gloom. 
I already okay. read well, it. Well, then the federal government's there to sell doom and gloom to the states. Okay. It, 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 you know, I mean, which direction are we heading? I mean, because it should be integrity from the top, and it should be set as example. But it's not. It, it, it's it's a kangaroo kangaroo court going on. All right. Well, I agree. Well, thank you so much, I agree Dale. it should yep. come from the top. I do agree with you on that. Good comments all. Uh, see, Rick. Rick is next. Go ahead, sir. You're, You're on, on the mark, mark. Rick. Oh, thank you. I'm calling in to throw in my support of uh, a guy I seen on PCN last night that's wanting to impeach Governor Wolf and fire Dr. Rachel Levine. I agree with him 100%. They should be fired, thrown out of office, and done. Who was what that? Who, who was that? I, I didn't see that. I wasn't watching. Brian Baldwin, I think his name was. And what is he? I'm not familiar with him. Yeah. Well, I agree with him 100%. Well, do you know who he is or what his claim well, to fame is? No, I just watched him on TV and I thought, man, this guy I agree with. I mean, the handling of this virus by our elected officials, Governor Wolf, it's like he said there. He's calling other people cowards, and his whole thing was that he joined the Peace Corps. He doesn't have any military record. I mean, to me. And then Dr. Rachel Levine, I watched her last night, too. And every time she's given out a stat that she's not real proud of, she kind of clears her throat. <laughs> you know, it's. You know, these people are trying to con me so bad. What would you do? Pathetic. They me, deserve uh, <laughs> to be thrown out of office. Rick, if you were in charge of the global pandemic, what would you have done in Pennsylvania? What would you have done in Pennsylvania? Well, I wouldn't have had 70% of my deaths in nursing home and try to go for the stats. Or how would you have stopped that? the stats look like it's a global pandemic. How would you have stopped and that? And then if my mother was in a personal <laughs> care service, I wouldn't have my mother be out of the nursing home while others stay. You know, if I am this great doctor that you should know, and because you're a doctor, you know everything. That's what I would say. Doctor, 70% of the deaths are from nursing homes. Right. How would and you have prevented that? Rick, can you hear me now? Rick, how would you have prevented the nursing home deaths? How? I wouldn't let people with that was COVID-19 in the nursing homes. And the governor did send them back in. You know, he did. Right. Yeah, okay. And how, let me ask like you this, Rick. Hold on. Let me ask you this then. People went back to nursing homes who had already tested positive for COVID-19. How many people did they give it to in the nursing home after they returned? Answer that question. How would we know? I don't know. I'm going by right. the I don't know. That's the key. You have no Rachel idea. The answer is... I can't... What do you think? They just come up there and give me reports every day. Say, hey, Rick, uh, I think you should know that. <laughs> Rick, you should know this. All right, we got you, brother. Thank you so much for calling hey, in. We got it. I'll, I'll give you another thing. Oh, go ahead. Is that uh, Dr. Levine should go to the beauty garage that Nancy Pelosi is because they do a really good job. Okay. And you have to admit, 
Dr. Levine has a face made for radio. All right, enough. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. It's his opinion. Uh, right, no argument there. We You've often said to me that I have a face made for radio. We, well, that. <laughs> no argument there. Uh, Van, you're on the mark. I'm, I'm trying to stop from laughing right now. <laughs> you got a, You got a minute to get yourself under control. All right. Well, why? The question I have is why are people against hydroxychloroquine so much? And my my answer is because they're brainwashed by the media. There's a push for a vaccine, and we've we've heard it continually, and especially from Bill Gates and from Fauci. We need to have a vaccine to get back to normal. That's the mantra. That's all we hear. And the question I have is, why do we need a vaccine for something that has a fatality rate of 0.03% that most people get over? A lot of people have had it, didn't even know they had it, got over it, and they're doing okay. So why is there this push for a vaccine, and why is there this push against hydroxychloroquine? And it's all it's all about money. You know, Tom says that, that President Trump is all about money. Bill Gates has his money invested in vaccines. He also has it invested in meatless meat, if you heard about that, that he's touting that now because we're having a meat shortage here in America because a lot of the meat that's being processed here is being shipped over to China. And there's a push for this, you know, meatless meat. They have the Impossible Burger at Burger King, and he has money involved in that. So if anybody's into making money and... I wouldn't doubt that both of them are into making money, but Bill Gates is into making money in vaccines. Check out what's going on over in India with Gates' vaccines over there. All right, Check we got to go. What's Thank going you. On with yep. the vaccines over in Africa also. Good. It's all about Thanks, that. Thanks, man. Yeah, I don't know. The president is obsessed. He got on board, too. I don't think he was first to do it, but he is every day he talks more and more about the vaccine getting closer and closer. I agree with Van. You know, you got to be careful, especially when you tell people, we're going to try a new expedited vaccine on you. Does that not ring any bells in your head? Yeah. All yeah. right. One I stood in line yeah, for we, when we were out in western Pennsylvania, and then it wound up giving a lot of people Guillain-Barre syndrome. Okay. Well, there you have it. Yeah. I I, uh, I agree with Van. All right. We'll take a quickie break. we got callers standing by. They'll be the last two callers of the day. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mirth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. The Sunbury Motor Company, sunburymotors.com is where you're going to see their entire Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai inventory and all the pre-owned vehicles, hundreds of those. Select your perfect vehicle online from your home just a few mouse clicks away and then purchase online right from your home with a few more mouse clicks and you'll be one of the many happy customers of the Sunbury Motor Company. It's an opportunity for you to save a lot of money and it's an opportunity for you to get precisely the vehicle 
vehicle you want. They got Ford, Hyundai, Kia, and Lincoln available online, and they got opportunities for you to pick out the perfect pre-owned vehicle online. Then you're going to connect to Jason, Jeff, Ernie, or Austin, or Kyle, and they're going to hook you up with that vehicle and make sure that it's exactly what you want. Then you're going to go down there in a sanitary, contact-free manner, and they're going to put you in your vehicle, and you're going to drive away, and you will become one of the millions of happy customers from the Sunbury Motor Company. Just out of curiosity, what would a non-sanitary, contact-free manner be? Unsanitary? Uh, there's <laughs> contact-free. If it was contact-free, does it matter if it's sanitary? Big burly guy in a flatbed <laughs> pickup truck picks you up and says, sweating profusely. Get in. He's got a big cigar. You won't find that at Sunbury Motors. Nope. Nope. And you won't find anything that you'll be unhappy with at Sunbury Motors, sunburymotors.com. Two minutes apiece. We start out with uh, Chris on line three. Chris, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. It'd be nice to have a president who at least tries to tell the truth. Oh, come on now. What do you do now? Uh, Who knows if he's even taking COVID. The doctor's letter didn't say it was prescribed to him. Just Only that they, they, they discussed the situation and thought the benefits outweighed the risks. Although it's hard to say what benefits there is if it's a drug that's used for treatment of a disease and you're using it as a preventative, apparently, or you want to have it working from the moment you took it, so you're taking it every day until you do, so in case you get the disease, it starts working right away. Is that the theory? Hard to say. But it's all the good governments and corruption that uh, Trump has the former and 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 has the has the latter and not the former. I guess uh, the, your defense yesterday was it was legal for him to fire the. The, he's allowed to fire the the inspector general. Yes, he's allowed to do really dumb things, start unnecessary wars, drop atom bombs someplace they don't need to be dropped, violate the law in a lot of instances and get away with it. You're talking so, about Obama you know, now. It's a good thing to do. You're talking about Obama now. He used to love to shoot people up with missiles. You do recall that, I don't, don't you? Know. I don't know what you're talking about. They called there. him the bo- they called him the they called him the bomber in chief. He was he was oh, always firing missiles at people. Well, then you Republicans should have loved him because oh, you're we always did. warmongering. Yes, right. We're all warmongers. Yeah, yeah, I love killing babies. I get up in the morning just dreaming of killing babies, and boy, I wish those dreams could come true. Oh, it's a rather frank that, admission. And you didn't argue with that guy at all, did you? What? What am I to argue with? It's his opinion, just like your opinion is it's not. Oh, well, you're arguing with my opinion. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not arguing with your opinion. You just said you get okay, up every morning and dream. Trump's corrupt. You said you get up every morning and dream of killing babies. Who am I to argue now with now you? answer the question. <laughs> Inspector General, right? should they be fired? Not, does he have the right to? Should they be? Yes, if they are uh, pursuing a political agenda that's against the administration's wishes. And where's the proof of that? Yeah, really. Well, you just asked me if they should be. I said, yes, they should be if they're pursuing. if, if, but none of them have have been fired. Should the ones Trump fired be fired? Do I have to, like, you know, dot every dot? and make every comma for you to understand the question, I, th- I understand the question. You just don't like my answer, Chris, and so no, you choose you to... No, you didn't answer the question. I did. I said I think they should be fired. 
You think the ones he fired should be fired? If they were if they were working against the administration in which they serve at the president's pleasure, yes. No, yes. they're not working for. They're working for good government. No, they work for the administration. The administration. They work. Then why does the Constitution? No having an inspector general. Why does the Constitution? Why does the Constitution? Why does the Constitution that, say they shouldn't? Well, you're an idiot too. <laughs> okay. The Constitution says they serve at the president's pleasure. This is WKOK Sunbury. <laughs>